Hello again, everybody. It's uh, Jason Powers. I'm doing a quick walk here. See if I can uh, put together something I can upload tonight. So, see, everybody's revisiting January 6th now that the Tucker Carlson has gotten his hands on thousands of hours. And, of course, today Chuck Schumer came out and said his particular... Uh, a uh, bit. He says, oh no, Rupert Murdoch, take Tucker Carlson off the air. And I'm going to go uh, on a, a side to say that if you haven't noticed, and this is easy to notice now, is that, okay, so there's always this effort to hide lots of information from people for a while, and then they let it leak out a little bit. And then suddenly it becomes a kaboom, like Hunter Biden's laptop and whatnot. But nobody will ever, uh, nothing will happen from it. Because <clears throat> they're, uh, they, you know, people have become disenchanted with the idea that no matter how many times you can see discrepancies, overt lies, people start to ask questions that were aligned a certain way uh, why is this all happening or why did why are they suddenly interested in letting this information fall into uh, out in the open because Tucker Carlson's mainstream he's uh, part of the establishment uh, <clears throat> I'm not saying he's a bad guy uh, that isn't it at all <clears throat> he has a job uh, he like everybody else, uh, that isn't always necessarily the truth. The job is maintaining the narrative, keeping people focused away from bigger things, maybe. <clears throat> Certainly, no one's focusing on economy or digital ID or, or things that are down the road because they're not right presently available. I'm not saying I used to think getting to the bottom of all that other stuff mattered, but I guess maybe because I've known this stuff for <laughs> two years plus, in some cases three years now, it's it's hard. It's just very hard. The psychological part of it is, you know, been known. The COVID part was known almost immediately. Uh, the election shenanigans. You know, whether it be Act 77 in Pennsylvania or Wisconsin and the voting in the nursing homes or Arizona in particular uh, districts during 2020. Uh, yeah, mail-in voting, uh, marking situations, uh, the number of people that were sent duplicate balloting uh, that came through uh, very uh, the entire 2.2 million votes that were cataloged and analyzed and found that roughly 17,000 people voted multiple times of course that and that would have swung the election in other words the quality and the process control of our elections is is in a word horrendous but uh, you know the left won't uh, entertain that these are the people that tell us that, you know, they understand technology and science and they 
certainly don't seem to know what quality control is because you know I was always taught you know we should shoot for six sigma you know was it 3.4 errors per million and uh yeah if your elections can't even get to let's say 300 per million <laughs> then what the hell do you have and 300 per million is not a not a very good number i think it's like what one one in every 3333 election uh votes uh you know somewhere around three sigma i think it is so anyways what i'm getting at is you know when when you're dealing with people who who seem to think it's okie dokie to have uh all these uh, uh electoral issues and you've known this for a long time and then now we're talking about j6 and of course you know i'm of the <laughs> I am a conspiracy theorist on this, and I think there's lots of evidence to point to this fact because it's the actions of people who, if they were truly doing their job right, they would have secured the capital to begin with, um, knowing what they knew about a crowd that was coming. They also knew what the process and the event that was supposed to be there. It served everyone's purpose that wanted to, uh, well, obviously keep Trump out of office, but... Uh, just keep his policies uh, from interfering with their grifts and, and irrespective of all of all the other stuff you can think about Trump and say about Trump okay if people continue to think that Joe Biden has gotten more votes than any other president in US history and he's doing a good job well you know you're hopeless you truly are hopeless uh, the damage he's going to bring to this country in finality, he's going to be known in history amongst the worst because of his dereliction of duty, his lack of, uh, well, his lack of fitness for the office, the things that he's put in executive orders, the way he self-destructed this country, the way his DOJ and believe me, he's not responsible for all this, but he is. And by that, I mean, he's responsible because he's the man in charge. He's the president. He's responsible for his administration, no matter what, whatever the case may be, the same way Trump was. Because I remember lots of people, if Trump hired anybody who did anything, they wanted him out of there. And usually they were, they were escorted out. Uh... For whatever the allegation was so when you have and of course biden red got rid of sam Britton, yay got rid of a cross-dresser who had access to nuclear probably <laughs> substantial above top secret clearance and he had access to that don't think he wants to sell it <laughs> i'm curious as to what he would do and how long he'd been doing it so anyway what i'm getting at is you know when people continue to think biden's doing such a wonderful job they're self-deluded obviously they agree with his policies so let me say this if you agree with uh destructing a nation's ability to uh handle its energy policy to protect itself to affect border security uh to 
have a good healthcare system. Seems to me if you have 100,000 people dying of fentanyl overdoses every year and you have a substantial drug trade that you've been festering for the last 30, 40, 50 years and you don't seem to have any, you sit there and say you don't have any answers to, which I know is utter garbage, and you spend $52 billion on the Department of Homeland Security, just by that nature, you have a problem. And then beyond that, then you have agencies targeting people because they don't like what comes out of their mouth or what tweet gets tweeted or posted on YouTube or whatever the case may be. That in and of itself is a major red flag in a country because that's just basically the same thing all the, all the Stalins have done, all the Eastern Bloc countries did, what Xi Jinping does. Yeah, control of information control of people's tongues, control of their bank accounts. If you believe that stuff is all hunky-dory, you might be an authoritarian. You might want to get that looked at. Um, and I never said that there was never, there's no no need or necessity for any government whatsoever. But I'm not a, I'm not a big status, I can tell you that. And every day that goes by, I've become less and less... Uh, <laughs> likely to ever believe that you can win or uh, what we say win um, affect a substantial victory in how your country operates with uh, apparatchiks who uh, game the system are corrupt they're making huge amounts of money off the average person and uh destructing our liberties and making world a very dangerous place because our enemies i mean when i say enemies here's the thing they're adversaries in in the geopolitical game and for those people who have a tendency not to seem to understand geopolitics <laughs> and how they say oh i do it's like I understand that they believe that everything's hunky-dory and, oh, we make good trade deals and we use trade to affect change. And No, no, no. We've gone beyond that now. This is, a, this is a merger at the top by the elite class and they're just offering you different flavors of authoritarianism. There was a, a tweet tonight was tied to, was a, tied to a scheme or uh, something that Elon Musk is involved in with and he had the had the audacity of course he thinks big and he talks big he's like we're going to create the largest financial institution on the planet now why in the world does you know here's a guy who he's got his hands in every cookie jar and granted I know why because he is who he is he's a false idol false prophet he's going to sell you the chains and the ropes and uh, everything else to hang yourself with but <laughs> for anyone who looks at that and doesn't think that that's just uh, they're like oh elon will be so much better than all the other other people <laughs> anyone who's offering you uh or saying that they're the, going to be the biggest at anything i mean think about that why how is it a guy can just be he's, uh, uh, why would you want any one 
person to be in these many get their hands in this many pies you wouldn't and I know he's not doing it himself he's financed he's by government financed by multiple governments uh, by China and the US which tells you something right there at the top these people are all just they're just craving power hungry fools they don't care how many of us say destruct on the way up <laughs> they they want to atomize the rest of us we're just merely numbers and digits and if uh, our biology actually turns out to be useful they'll sell the sell our biology to make money just like everything else uh, so where was I? I was I just went in store so I came back out so anyway so Elon, uh, Elon Musk, of course, you know, I hate even bringing him up. Just, uh, yeah. He's a part of the group that uh, is uh, pushing. It's So if you had a nest of people, every one of these people is connected back to the central plan. Uh, their, their, uh, their whole uh, desire is to uh, present us with... Uh, false saviors or options or anything but actual freedom and actual freedom is 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 the scariest thing on earth because actual freedom and liberty requires sacrifice and responsibility that most individuals are I hate to break the news to most people incapable of not saying it's unachievable I'm saying it's incapable because we've all grown complacent in our thinking and our desires and and whatnot, and our uh, desire to uh, take ownership of things and and uh, admit we're faulty and do better and sacrifice and save and. Uh, consume less and of course our masters at the top now suddenly think oh we're destroying the earth last hundred years they've been pushing consumption down people's throat consumerism they've got everybody trained that way that was part of the problem now people will uh, I'll put myself as uh, the average person well average in certain ways and other ways not I'm not a big consumer I mean there I have my uh, you know addictions caffeine would be one uh, but I don't need to buy new clothes or uh, furniture or cars or motorcycles or uh, extra computers the computers I have are old the phone I'm talking to you on I think I acquired it 2015 uh, my newest phone granted is brand new but uh, <laughs> that was after a seven-year hiatus and it's not really new it, it's it's probably uh, well it's about a hundred dollar phone so what it is is uh, yeah I I never owned an iPhone I've never owned an iMac I've never eyed anything um, doesn't mean that I've uh, divorced myself from Microsoft a little bit. Uh, I don't. I'm using Office 2010 again. 
and I had a, luckily the way I had set my updates, uh, I have a copy of Microsoft 365 that they can't get to, and I don't have to pay a subscription fee on. Now, I'm not the only one. There's plenty of people that have figured out how to do that. Or, you know, I could go to Open Office or some other lesser product. And by lesser, I mean lesser in terms of how people in the real world, uh, you know, they go, hey, send me an Excel spreadsheet or whatever. So, in other words, uh, people have gotten so, uh, what do you call it, a trained. Uh, and that goes to the idea of, of us being independent and uh, liberty sinking. We've been so trained to say, we'll just Google it or send me a, send me a Word doc or a PDF. Another, there's another outfit, Adobe. So I had an old license on that where I could modify and do all this other kind of stuff. But it's expired. So now it's read-only access. So you see what I'm talking about. What I'm saying is, is everything these people do is to keep you trapped. Uh, and the, by the way, the people who were squawking for a long time in the world about how much they were libertarians and how open they wanted the internet and how free they wanted everything are now the biggest authoritarians. Funny how that worked out, didn't it? Went from people who were all about, you know, no, you should allow anything to happen. Also, uh, to now they're absolutely, to, and they'll say, they, they, they'll justify it by uh, saying, uh, well, you know, we saw what happened when we let this go. And we have to dial it back. We can't let, the, and then of course, but they dialed it back by censoring speech. They didn't dial it back by, uh, you know, uh, doing a better job on, on uh, porno pornography or, or things that are very harmful. But of course, to them, speech and what they consider narratives that are inconvenient for them, whether it be a U.S. narrative or a China narrative or UK narrative. I had a conversation earlier tonight where someone called me a propagandist, which is, you know, whatever. They were, uh, well, I would say CCP dovish. Uh, they per uh, perceive, and I told them I was a hawk. Yeah, I am a hawk on, on the CCP. I respect my enemies. <laughs> I respect uh, people who, who aren't as nearly as culturally, uh, well, I mean, they were culturally back backward. You know, we know, heard about the cultural revolution and the, Hunter Flowers campaign and Great Leap Forward and all these other various ways to control their population. Uh, the one-child policy and how they treat women and how they treat Uyghurs and the whole kit and caboodle. And the United States has done just the same. Only in the sense of letting neocons take us into war expeditions across the Middle East and now Ukraine and Vietnam, and anything in between. Um, we've left our marks, just like the, the British Empire, who was behind a lot of that stuff. The British Empire didn't, didn't 
didn't uh, completely fade away. It just merged with our uh, the Nazis that we brought over from from Germany through Operation Paperclip, who run the CIA, who put a bullet in Kennedy's head, and uh, from then on out, our agencies have determined, yeah, uh, uh, you have to join them. A president doesn't have uh, the powers that are under the Constitution. And they've always made the argument that, uh, well, we can't allow one man to have that much power. He might be crazy and start World War III. Yet here we are. <laughs> the same people who are, well, they're playing patty cake. I think a lot of this is for show for them because uh, they, have to, they have to keep up this, this urgency, this fear to keep us... Um, you know, keep us off balance until the real financial resource-laden collapses come due to their mismanagement. Now, I'm not saying that we won't go to war. We will. Uh, when, when people feel trapped, countries feel trapped in indebtedness, and there is no option, they have to create an unforeseen event in order to achieve their goals, which is to to make those debts go away, and by force majeure, I think that's the pronunciation. Uh, in other words, blow it all up, destruct. That's why they've been so uh, eager to do this to us. At least, as far as I can tell, they don't seem to have a particular uh, what do you call it. They have no desire to change the trajectory we're on. None whatsoever. As a matter of fact, uh, they slow down and speed up, just like they do on information with release and uh, withholding. They want to control all information. They want to control all financial. They want to control uh, all perceptions. They want to control uh, uh, the people's movements. We know they want to control our uh, consumption patterns, uh, what we consume media-wise, um, just, yeah, everything. But to do that, they're, it's like this. We're fighting a massive globalist boa that has felt like it's losing, or an octopus who's got their, you know, there's a meme with uh, Klaus Schwab sitting on top of the globe with his uh, tentacles wrapped around it. The globalists know they're losing control of everything. In Japan, there's another country that uh, they own more. They literally, their bank owns their <laughs> their uh, capital or their debt market. Uh, and they there's a reason why they call it the widowmaker. I need to uh, pull down that uh, Excel file that uh, shows the percentage. It's probably well above 50 percent now, but. Uh, They've had a little bit of ease off with the dollar collapsing, but <laughs> I haven't even been keeping up with that lately. There's just so much. There's only so much you can keep your hands on, but certain things don't really change very much from a day-to-day -day process. <clears throat> but nevertheless, uh, we're fighting this tentacled octopus that is, you know, trying to keep us positioned in such a way. It, it, 
maybe think of it like a magic eight ball. The, the, they have to keep the, the it's uh, there's no doubt or no or yes or whatever the the little uh, triangle pops up at the top. They have to keep the same answer in front of us so they won't think our reality has changed. So they, they have to continue to manipulate us across that sector. You know, that's what the uh, I came up with a term, which it wasn't really coming up with anything. It was just a mashup. But nevertheless, it has it, there was no search results on it. The the COVID side wars, and that's what we're in. That's what I'll title this. We're we're being constantly uh, <clears throat> psychologically abused, financially abused, the whole thing. You know, medically abused. Um, yeah, I never thought that. Uh, what's a um, there's a uh, it's used in domestic violence circles. I can't think of the um, it's a wheel. God, the name escapes me now. But it's about abuse. It's a, the cycle of abuse, and uh, uh, it was developed back in the late 1970s. And believe me, I'm not agreeing with this uh, uh, particular. Uh, uh, nomenclature i'll find it i've looked at it before but it's been so long i forgot the name of it off the top of my head which is sad but anyway it talked about the various forms of abuse that a person say a spouse say a man and a woman and uh you know like he you know abuses you by not allowing you to talk to your friends or not going out or not uh buying certain things or not traveling or doing other things it's a kind of uh, that's what you're experiencing um, everything these psychologists uh, uh, the coercion charts and everything that they put together uh, over the years this uh, last uh, century uh, ostensibly the when psychology and by the way all the there's a lot of um, <clears throat> Major forms of, of uh, I don't know, like industrial management under uh, Frederick Taylor, various uh, various forms of uh, controlling people, manipulating them psycholo- uh, psychologically, manipulating their physiology. It's kind of like some of this was like what I would call pre-NLP, like the Robbins thing. Uh, 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 in terms of controlling people uh this has all been like a kind of i'm sure there's different terminology in the military now but since this has all been like militarily driven um in terms of how they're manipulating others and manipulating our our uh reality and uh yeah when you learn something or get a new piece of information uh maybe i might have to come up with a way to say okay what does this information tell us? Why is it being told to us now? What does it benefit? Who does it benefit uh, the most by its release? Who does it harm the most by its release? Um, who does it uh, who does it stir up the most by its release? Who does it uh, satiate or soothe or make them happier by the knowledge that it is released? And then who can use who can maximize uh, the exploitation of this uh, information for political, economic, or social gain. Maybe that's the maybe that's what you should do with every piece of enlightening 
piece of information is that you have to put it through a, uh, um, a battery of tests, like I just mentioned. I'll probably try to list them all out, put them in the show notes, I guess you could say for this episode. I'm back home now, so I gotta uh, shut this off, and uh, hopefully uh, the next broadcast will be more structured. It won't just be me randomly talking. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. God bless United States of America. God save the world.